Welcome to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. Here you can find sermons from our Sunday and Wednesday night services. You can find more information about the ministry of Addison FWB Church on our website, addisonfwbchurch.org. Tonight's sermon, preached by Pastor Matt Smith, is titled, The Mediator, Christ Jesus, from 1 Timothy chapter 2, verses 1-6. through 6. Over in the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 2. Real familiar scripture tonight. Give you a minute to find it. 1 Timothy, chapter 2, verse 1. It says, I exhort, therefore, the first of all, supplication... Prayer, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceful life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men and man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all to be testified in due season. Let's bow our head. Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity, Lord, to preach your word. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, just to fill me up, Lord, with your spirit and get your word to go out the way you have to go, Lord, and accomplish, Lord God, what you have to accomplish. We ask these things in Jesus Christ, his holy, precious name, and amen. I thought tonight, for a text tonight, there's one God and one mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. And I tell you what, a lot of of the world out there, they want to make gods out of everything. But let me tell you something, there is but one God. It don't matter, you know... they want, you know, if you listen to Oprah, you're a God. You know, you're a God in your own eyes. But I tell you what, there's one God. And I tell you, over in the book of Isaiah, like Brother Richie was saying tonight, Isaiah chapter 45, verse 18, for thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, and has established it. He created it not in vain. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is none else. There is no other God. You know, I don't care what the world says. I don't care what Oprah says. I care what the Word of God says, and God says that there is no other gods. Amen. He said, I created this. You know, you look over the book of Genesis, the earth was without void, and the Spirit of God moved up on the earth, and God, what did he say? Let there be light. And there was light. I have never heard anybody else speak this world into existence. I've never seen anybody else say, let there be light. You can turn these lights off in here, and I can say, let there be light. And except somebody flips that switch on, it's going to be dark. Amen. God flipped the switch on. God said, let there be light. And there was light. 
God has all power. You know, I heard I heard a preacher the other day was talking about, you know, how everybody goes around saying, you know, they're not scared of the devil. And I ain't scared of him. But his thought was, is the devil scared of you? That's what should be. The devil wants to be afraid of a child of God. When we're about God's business, we're about our Father's business, the devil wants to get a little nervous whenever we're witnessing to God's people, when we're witnessing to the lost and dying world, the devil wants to get a little bit worried. I tell you what, I want to do what God will have me do. That's what I want to do. He, he's God. I'm not God. You're not God. He's the one that created this world. He's the one that one of these days is going to call our name. Ready or not. He's going to call and we're going to answer. But I tell you what, there, there is one God. It also says in Isaiah 45 verse 19, it says, I have not spoken in secret in a dark place in the earth. I said not to the seed of Jacob, seek ye me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. He does things right. My righteousness is filthy rags in his eyes, but I'm getting there on his righteousness. I'm getting there because he's right. Until you realize that you're wrong. Till you realize that your righteousness is filthy rags in the eyes of God. I don't believe God can do anything for you. Brother Rick used to say it. You got to get them lost before you can get them saved. Until you realize you know that you're lost. See, I, I was talking to Brother Richie tonight about, you know, good to work, the hardest person to get in church is somebody who thinks they're all right, that they're good. You know, I've, I've met people that's good people, but they think they're good enough to make it to heaven on their own. But I tell you what, until you realize that no matter how good you are, but it matters how good he is, and that your righteous filthy rags in the eyes of God, you will not be saved. I had to realize one day that I was lost. I had to realize I was on my way to hell. And let me tell you something. The Bible says bring those children up in the way you're having to go. And when they get older, it won't depart. Let I tell you the truth about it. And when I was lost, when I laid my head on my pillow at night, I knew exactly where I was headed. I knew that I was lost. Why? Because I was raised in church. Why? Because I know Jesus Christ and he was still working on me. Because he's God. We got a mediator. Jesus Christ. He's our mediator. We couldn't get to God. God came to us. Jesus came to us. We couldn't get to him. Because of sin. All because of what happened in that garden. Sin separated us from God. Amen. When you're living in sin, you're separated from the presence of God. 
We had to have a mediator. We had to have somebody in our space to talk on our behalf. And I tell you what, we got, we got a mediator. We got an advocate with the Father. We got somebody speaking upon, our, upon us. When we fail him, all we got to do is say, Father, I'm sorry. And Jesus says, Father, that's one of mine. That's one that I died for. That's one look right here. It's where I wrote their name down in the Lamb's Book of Life. All their sin is covered. Washed away in my blood that I shed on Calvary. Ain't you glad we got a mediator? Ain't you glad we couldn't make it to heaven? Heaven came to us. I know one thing, I'm glad because I tell you, I knew where I was headed and I knew I had no hope. And I tell you what, those people out there would back that statement up that I've went too far. That I've done too much except for Jesus. He's my advocate. He's my mediator. He's, he stands in the gap. See, there's a big gap. And Jesus stood in that gap. You know, I, I was thinking today, as I was reading the Word and studying it, and I was reading that when Jesus was on that cross, he was in the midst. He was in the middle. What was he doing in the middle? He was filling in the gap for you and me so that we can go to heaven, that we can look to him, and we can make it all the way to heaven if we want to. You know what? We got to make it. People are depending on us to make it to heaven. You know, I know people that's left here, they're expecting me to make it. People that we've been in church with, expecting us to make it. And the good news is, we can because we got an advocate with the Father. We got a mediator with the Father whose name is Jesus Christ, the righteous. You know, we're talking, they sing about mercy. Mercy, we get to go to heaven. God's grace, we get what we don't deserve. We get to go to heaven. God's mercy, we don't get what we do deserve, which is a lake of fire. There's a guy out there at work, I'd ask him, how you doing? He say, better than I deserve. I say, amen, brother. Because if we got what we deserved, it'd be a lake of fire. Amen. I'm glad we don't get what we deserve. I'm glad because of Jesus Christ, the righteous, our Savior, the Savior of the world, God said, God said over there in Luke, said, he shall be great. And he shall save his people. I tell you what, I'm glad today that we're his people. I'm glad that God the Father loved us enough to send the best that he had. He could have sent an angel down here, but it wouldn't do. He, all them angels is crying, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Fall on their crowns. 
at the Lord's feet. Not one of them was worthy enough to come down here and to pay our sin debt. Not a one of them is our mediator. It took Jesus Christ and nothing else. God sent the best that he had so we can go to heaven. There is no other God. He's God. And there is no other. Jesus Christ, his only begotten son. There is no two or three sons in heaven. There's only one begotten son of the Father, and his name is Jesus Christ. He's our mediator. He's our savior. He's our friend. He's our brother. We're joint heirs with him. We get to go to heaven all because of what he did on Calvary. All we got to do is believe in our heart and confess it with our mouth. And the Bible says the same shall be saved. All we got to do is just believe he is who he says he is. The Son of God. Who taketh away the sin of the world. That hung up on that cross. And gave his life. For you and me. And laid him in that tomb. And on that third day he arose again. Just like he said. Now if you will believe that. You are eligible. To go to heaven. Amen. To be saved. To have your name written down. In the Lamb's book of life. Don't matter how far you went. Don't matter how far you strayed away. What matters is what are you right now? You need to come to Jesus. Because he is the truth and the way and the life. There's nobody, no other way to heaven but through and by Jesus Christ and nothing else. And right over in Isaiah chapter 44 says... Thus says the Lord, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, the Lord of hosts, I am the first, and I am the last, and besides me, there is no other God. Where else have you read that at? Right over in the book of Revelation. says the same thing. He's the first and the last. And I tell you what else? He's everything in the middle. Say what? He is God and there is no other God. The devil thought one day that he should be God. He thought he should be equal with God. And God threw him and a third of the angels out of heaven. God showed him who has all power. God showed him there is no other God. God has all power. He, Jesus, Jesus told Pilate, Pilate said, don't you know that I can take your life? Jesus says, you have no power all over me except my Father gives it to you. He said, I got the power to lay this whole body down and I got the power to raise it back up again. And he did that on, he did that on Mount Calvary and on that third day, he showed them that he has all power. Amen. He arose on, just like he said. He said the Son of Man will suffer many things and he'd be put to death, but on that third day he'll live again. Now, his disciples, he, they heard that all, all, I don't know how many times they heard it. Jesus, the Bible says, 
Bible says, I reckon, if all the good things that our Lord did was written in a book, this world itself couldn't contain it. He went around on good. Wherever he went, nobody ever caught him up into nothing. He never said anything that was a sin. He didn't commit no sins, but yet he took your sins and my sins and nailed them to an old rugged cross so that we can go to heaven. No greater love than this than a man lay down his life for his friends. He's our friend. He loves us. You know, you said a while ago you wouldn't want to be here if the Lord wasn't here. I wouldn't want to be here if he wasn't here either. I wouldn't want to be in my house if he wasn't there. I wouldn't want to go nowhere where the Lord wasn't. I tell you what, one of these days, I'm going to be able to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We'll never have to, I'll never have to worry about it. Amen. What a reunion day Amen. that's going to be. When we get to heaven, all because we got an advocate, a mediator with God. And we took advantage of it. And we used that. You know, a lot of people has the same benefits. But if you don't use them benefits, what good is it going to do you? You have to call on his name. You know, some people think that everybody dies, everybody goes to heaven. Brother Alfred Holly prayed one time, let us never forget, when a sinner dies lost, they go to hell. They're not better off. They haven't seen nothing yet. Tell you what, hell is a real place where real people are going. I tell you what, heaven is a real place where real people are going and everybody's going to go to one of them two places. Amen. We're not going to make it to heaven by accident. We're going to get there on purpose. We're going to get there because we trusted in Jesus Christ as our Savior, as our mediator as our advocate with the Father. One is making intercession for each and every one of us. That's how, when we get to heaven, somebody will come up to me and say, how did you get here? Of all people, how did you get here? And I can look to them and say, the same way you got here, through the blood of the Lamb, through Jesus Christ, and nothing else. Nothing good that we can do. But all because I trust Jesus Christ as my personal Savior and that you make it to heaven, you're going to get there the same way. There's one way. There ain't no four or five different ways. There's one way. You trust Jesus Christ as your Savior and heaven's your home. Praise his holy name. He's worthy of all praise. We can't praise him enough. Bible talks about over in John chapter 3. says, for God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten son. 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. It's God's will that none perish, that all come to repentance. God knows who's going to be saved. God knows who's not going to be. He knows everything. He knew before I was born the very second I was going to get saved. And he knows the very second when you was going to get saved. Amen. And if you're here and you're lost or you're out of his will, he knows it. And you know it. And he knows if you're going to call on his name. You know the altar's open. And it's never out of order to come to an altar of prayer. If you've got a need, you come and pray at any time. It don't matter what time. It don't matter what's going on. It don't matter if there's singing going on. It don't matter if there's praying going on. It don't matter if somebody's testifying or somebody's preaching. The altar's open. That's between you and God. You need to talk with the advocate. You need to have a mediator step in for you because that's what he wants. He wants to hear from his children. He wants us to take advantage. He wants us to have all the benefits of heaven. He wants us to have the kingdom. He wants us to make it to heaven. God loves us. I mean, you think how bad God wants us to make it to heaven that he gave his only begotten son. To come down here to be beaten, spit upon, have the hair plucked out of his face, beaten, half to death, all the way to Calvary, nailed to a cross, and hung up between the heavens and the earth, and Jesus said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. What greater love than that? I mean, you got, I think about the love that God has got for you and me, that he would let his son, allow his son to come down here and pay as debt that he didn't know that I owed it and that you owed it, and he let him pay our debt in full. He didn't pay no installment plan. He's not going to go to that cross no more. The next time he comes, he's going to say, come on up here. And he's going to take us home. Praise his name. I can't wait for that day when the Lord says, come on up. It's time to go home. The last person just got saved it's time to bring my church home. What a reunion day that's going to be. Let me tell you, I don't know when that day is. Neither do you. Neither does anybody else. We need to make sure that we're ready. We need to make sure that everything's under the blood. We need to make sure that we live a repentant life. I tell you what, I, I, I live a pretty good repentant life. I'm always... Say, Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me. 
And if I have to crawl that altar every service to make it to heaven, I would do it. Because heaven's a real place. And hell's a real place. And I tell you what, we our price that we have to pay is nothing. Somebody might not talk to us. Somebody might not shake our hand. Somebody might not wave at us. Well, I'm not going back. Well, that preacher didn't come and see me when I was in the hospital. Well, maybe he didn't know you were in the hospital. You know, we let the littlest things. Let the devil use them things. Keep you from going to church. But it don't keep you from going to work. After where I work, if I was to quit out there every time somebody said something to me out of the way, I would have quit probably the first day I was there. But no, you like the paycheck. We as Christians, we ought to be thinking about the paycheck. We get to go to heaven. What greater payment is that for something we never had nothing to do with? We get to go to heaven. All because of Jesus Christ. He paid our sin debt. And I tell you what, I'm going all the way. I've done done went too far to turn around now. I'm not backing up. I'm going to keep my eyes upon the prize because heaven's a real place. You know what? When when we get to heaven, I've thought about it before. When we get there, I believe it'll be like we've never left there. I believe that when we get there, it'll be like we've been there forever. I don't think we'll never remember anything down here, especially the suffering. The Bible says there ain't no sufferings. There's no pain. There's no tears. There's no sickness. No departing in heaven. It's going to be one endless day. We'll get to be with our Lord and our loved ones. Amen. I can't wait to get there. This world ain't nothing. If we're to live to be two or three hundred years old down here, it's not. It's nothing. One day, when we close our eyes in death, and we open them up in the presence of the Lord, we won't be sorry. We won't be sorry that we give our heart to the Lord. We won't be sorry that we kept pressing on. We won't be sorry that we're in heaven. We're, we're going to, I'll tell you, the only regret that I've ever had is I didn't get saved a lot sooner than what I did because I tell you what, the Lord is my shepherd. And I tell you what, one of these days, he's going to call my name, he's going to call your name, and can you say that everything it's all right. We got a mediator. We got an advocate with the Father. So if you're here and you're lost, or if you're out of His will, or if you're burdened down, as we stand and get a song, why won't you come? You've been listening to the Addison Free Will Baptist Church Sermon Podcast. 
You can find more information and explore our outreach ministries on our website at addisonfwbchurch.org. Thank you for listening.